0: What's up, guys? What's going on? I'm Paul. This is Pauline Theology's Daily Diva with Trust in Jesus Ministries. And we are going through Genesis 26, 34 through 35. And we come to a kind of a turn. That was the end of the Isaac uh, type of situation, the story of him and Abimelech. And now we're moving on to Esau. We have a little phrase with Esau. And this kind of sets up what's about to happen with the big event that. Uh, Uh, If you've read Genesis or you've heard the stories, you know about the birthright. Um, Wait, I'm sorry, not the birthright, the blessing. We did the birthright. It's about the blessing. So the next episode will be on that. But this one's kind of like an interlude between that to begin the narration of that um, um, of that situation or of that story. So we're on Esau. If you haven't checked it out, go ahead and read it. It's two verses, 34 and 35, in chapter 6, 26. I'm sorry, 26 of Genesis. So if you haven't checked it out, stop the tape. You know the deal. You know the deal. Stop the tape. Check it out. Read it. Come back. And we'll answer the four questions. And if you've already uh, gone through the scriptures, let's see what it's talking about. So what's uh what's it say? Well, it says that. Esau married some women and those women were, um, Hittites. And then it says that, uh, his parents were kind of mad. And that's, that's, that's the gist of it. (laughs) So what's this say about God? Uh, yeah, it's, it's tough. So again, I, I don't know if you've listened to past episodes, but, uh, sometimes it's hard to ascertain what it says about God or what it says about man. Um, whenever you read such a, a a passage like this, okay? And if that's the case, then just try and find one thing that you can learn from this. Maybe if it is something, it's so minuscule that you find about God, or maybe it is something that you see and find out about man. Or it might be an application that you can apply that um, you couldn't really understand about God, but you knew something about man, and so you could apply it to your life. We'll, we'll do that. Just... Just don't overwhelm yourself. Sometimes it's good just to read, just to to know what it actually says. Because maybe you just need to know what actually happened. That that uh, Esau married two women, and the parents weren't happy about it. I think that's great. But uh, I'm here to help, and so I want to want to help you guys out and try and ask, to try and figure out what's it saying about God. Well, I think. What we find out here is that God is sovereign. He's king. He is in control. You know, it's it's funny because uh, we've uh, uh, not talked about faithfulness, but it's like all of these attributes are working together are moving together because uh, he is a, a unity. He is one. And so even in the other things that we're discussing. All of the other attributes apply, this grace, this mercy, this justice, this holiness, and this faithfulness. But he's sovereign. Now, the reason I mentioned all of that to say about the faithfulness is because it is sovereignty. He is working through others' actions to accomplish the purpose that he said he was going to do for Abraham. And then Isaac, and he's doing this through Jacob, and so Jacob, being the second born, isn't technically or really, I guess you would say, supposed to receive this blessing and the birthright, which he's already gotten. And so, for the the uh, promise to pass down to him, something's got to happen. Now, it is through the the um, the, os- the 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 it's through the actions of man that these things happen. But God is moving in such a way to cause these things to occur because you see, Esau is embittering his his parents. He's already setting up himself to be in fault because of what he's done in marrying outside of his family. We see it clearly, it says that they're bitter or upset about the choice that uh, Esau would choose over his own family. And so God is going to work through these choices that uh, Esau makes so that, that his purposes can happen. What's this say about man? Well, I think it says that we are responsible for the things that we do. You see, Esau is setting himself up. Now God is, is obviously the overarching architect of what's going on. but Esau is doing these things. It is the actions of Esau that is embittering his uh, uh, parents. It is embittering his folks. And we actually see later on that uh, Rebecca uses this this inst, uh, this, this uh, um, situation, this circumstance to find safety or shelter for her son that she loves and so how do we apply these truths to our lives well i think it's good for us to recognize god is moving in the background there's a, there's a song that says uh, uh even when we don't see it he's working even when we don't feel it he's working god is working behind the scenes to do amazing things in our lives, man, we've just got to be patient. And in this patience, man, uh, what, is, uh, what does Paul say? He says that uh, uh, we find hope. He says in our difficult and trying circumstances, we find hope, and hope never fails because the the love of God or the spirit of God is poured out amongst us. And so I want to encourage you in that is know that God is working behind the scenes. His purposes is to continue to make us look more like him so that we look like Jesus, because that's who we're called to be. It's his little, little Christian or little Christ. That's what Christian means, little Christ. And so God is moving and doing things to make sure that we do that. And so man, I, I pray that these help you and, and grow you in trusting in Jesus that you might look more like him because there's no accident that you are checking this video out today or listening to this podcast today. It is so that you might move closer, you might grow in knowledge, and you might see the Savior in a magnificent <laughs> excuse me, in a magnificent and wonderful way. Thank you guys for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode.